today on all caps. We're going to do the, a year wrap up. We're going to yep. do, we're going to chat about the year as a whole, favorite projects, favorite tracks and give out the ACAs, uh, the ACAs, man, uh, all cap swords. It's a workshopping name. I remember when I played that album for the first time, I was in Italy, man. And I remember just being like, yo, dude. Tyler's not playing. Tyler's not playing. It feels like the squad's getting together with one of my favorite producers of their circle and they're just making fun hip hop. Kids that know about my neck, my back. I remember being like, I don't know, 10 years old playing it and thinking I'm way too young to listen to this. You know, in 20 years, Mick Jenkins is going to be that guy in hip hop. I don't listen to singles for projects I actually yeah, care it's about. It's not a single, man. Oh, see... You care about Kanye West as well? That came out. Oh, I feel like that was like... That makes me so happy. That's a wrap, my guys. Are you nervous all of a sudden, my guy? Yeah. No, nah, I, I, I kind of want to nail this episode. Yeah. I don't man. know why. I mean, we'll just see. the last one of the year? Whenever you say that, yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to the final episode of 2023 for All Caps, the podcast. Huge, man. Hope your year is wrapping up. We've fantastically yeah that's crazy Did we start in jan feb something like that man no one's keeping track crazy yeah do you remember because we caught back from the on the way home from the freddie gibbs oh uh, yeah, concert. yeah we were like yeah oh, yeah, yeah. I can, no we started trying last year and we had to get the rust out remember um we probably started recording properly in feb hey guys i'll tell you the secret the first time we um recorded we even tried to get on on a mic we were speaking over each other, flustered, nervous. It's like 60 seconds of the mics being turned on. And as we were both speaking over each other, I went to Chad. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Like the Kanye speech. Oh my God. What episode was that? Do you, that was, it didn't get, didn't was get it, published. Was that ASAP? was us. Yeah, it was, eight, yeah, it was when we tried to review I ASAP. release ASAP, man. Yeah. And then we were like, fuck, we really need to rein this in. This, this needs structure. This needs patience. But anyway, last episode of the Have year. Have we better? Project. I feel like we've gotten better. Yeah, I reckon so, for sure. Especially yeah. when we're doing like consistently week by week. I mean, right now, as we're talking about this, I'm looking at a million passes by and I'm completely unfazed because I'm kind of comfortable in this environment now. Yeah, Before sure. it was like back to the window, you know, yeah, it's true. saying 100% every two seconds. That is true. Um, Chad, what's today's episode about, man? Dude, episode 22? Is that where we're at now? Shit, I'm not keeping count. 22, episode cool. 22, last one of the year. Uh, this is we're gonna do the a year wrap up. We're gonna yep. do we're gonna chat about the year as a whole, um, talk about our favorite projects, favorite tracks, and the, give out the ACAs. Uh, the ACAs, man. Uh, all cap awards. Yeah, all cap awards. Hey, it's, it's a workshopping name. It's a it's a work in progress. Nah, I'm I'm happy with the we're all caps it? awards, man. Yeah, we'll have some kind of golden trophy by the weekend, I'm sure. That's it. ACAs, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna give it, give out a few awards uh, to I guess like musicians, projects, things that we liked during the year. We're talking top tracks, top albums, man of the match. Um, yeah, best I mean, feature, you, best sample, all that. If you're just discovering this podcast, this is the episode to get a rundown of the whole year. You know, jump into next year, knowing what happened in 2023. Yeah. 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 It's a good introduction point. Actually, this might be one of those landmark moments. Yeah. Um, how'd you feel? I mean, as a whole, how'd you feel about this year's music? Music just in like hip hop this year 2023 in comparison to previous years yeah uh, look um i kind of like i feel like there's never been like one moment of the whole year where i'm like hip hop's great right now do you know what i mean like okay. yeah just like month by month i think the running 
sentiment with anyone you talk to is that it's a little bit stale and not as it's not it's not as it's not a peak hip-hop right but then when i was working through my favorites of the year over the mm. last couple of days it, yeah i think there's a lot of really quality music out there almost like maybe too much to the point where it's like to stand out and do something significant kind of like you have to be weird as or like you know out or doing something innovative right there's like a lot of high quality stuff out there but i think we're used to high quality so it's a little bit like uh, maybe a little bit like a little bit more dull than prior years yeah got you um but i still think there's a lot of quality out there did um i mean doing this podcast did it change the way that you kind of like digest music as a whole like yeah. i feel like this year particularly we've been at least i have for sure uh you know, searching music, listening to projects that probably you wouldn't usually. Yeah, that's a big um, one. Making comments on music that I usually probably wouldn't usually. Did it change the way that you perceive hip hop? Dude, I'm thinking about listening to Pink Friday too because the audience wants me to yeah, yeah, react yeah, to it. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. um, yeah, no, it definitely did. Just giving more time to time to music that I normally wouldn't uh, give much time to. Yeah. Um, still need to apply the actual like practice of caring about music that's not up in my comfort zone i guess yeah, but fair. yeah and we've said it a million times but we yet to really apply it i feel like we really want to start discovering more local acts like talk more about local stuff on the podcast yeah definitely which is just such a concentrated effort something that's hard to do but yeah, yeah I definitely i think like i mean at least with the platforms that i follow you know the algorithm that's set to me these and a whole heap of like aussie hip-hop coming through yeah um but it is definitely out there you know we're lucky enough to have uh no on the pod not too not too long ago and like he definitely put me on and i think even just like connecting with him and watching kind of his music journey has um made me more aware of like the artists that are coming up in australia it looks good it looks mm. good i think it just like i said it takes a lot of effort and like you said there's a ton of um music out there you know mm. Did anyone, i got to ask in advance, did anyone local make it onto your awards? Onto my awards? No. I got one. I got one. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll find out who it is. Yeah, um, And other than that, I mean... Let's, let's, I'm happy to jump into jump it. Jump into it, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go. I mean, let's yeah, go. you don't need to hear it. We both had pretty good years. We're kicking goals. Let's just get into the actual tracks, hey? That's so what we're going to do, top five singles our top five singles of the year yeah let's do top five singles of the year do you want to kick it off uh yep so i'm wait, so am i just going to ring out my my five read out your five cool. and then i'll read out mine then we'll jump into it um in um, order or no no order i mean if you can order them yes okay. now you know what let's be concrete for the listeners yes this is let's order number five number five etc i'm um, curious man i want to know cool. what you got so my top five tracks of 2023 in fifth place, I have Perfect, Scaring the Hose. In fourth, I have Smoke Break Dance, Mick Jenkins featuring J.R.D. In third, I have TB, oh, TBH by Overcast. In second, I have K and A, K Tremine. And in first, I have Heaven to Me, Tyler the Creator. Okay. All right, shit. I want to start talking about it immediately, <laughs> but can you repeat number four? What was number four again? Uh, Smoke Break Dance ah. by Mick Jenkins and Jid. Yep, yeah. of course. All right, cool. Um, Send me yours. Uh, mine, top five tracks of the year. 
Bellini, 2023. Uh, I got Stuntman. That's Tyler Creator, Vince Staples. Um, Please Don't Cut My Wings, Mike featuring Earl Sweatshirt. Chad's not going to like this, but I got Fried Ice Cream, Wiki and Zalupas. Mm-hmm. I got number two is Soft Landing by Billy Woods. And number one is Garbage Pale Kids by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. Love that. You know, Sick. it's funny. Our yeah. five and one are inverse and the projects are off. Yeah. It's like we're just in each other's realm of taste, but yeah, a little bit exactly. swapped over too. Um, I want to start by saying, heaven to me, I'm surprised you chose that over Sorry Not Sorry. I was expecting Sorry Not Sorry. Not sorry. Um, t- to be honest with you, Sorry Not Sorry is my third favorite um, song on that project. Um, it, if anything, it was going to be What A Day. That's um, a really good, yeah. But Heaven to me just hit different, man. Like the meaning behind it, I think it hit me on like an emotional place. Um, I just connected to that song. Uh, spoiler, like the, the sample is, is just absolutely beautiful. Um, Spoil- wait, what was the sample again? We'll, we'll, we'll chat about that in a later song. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was, sure. it, was, it was awesome, dude. Like I just feel like it was this moment. Um, I was also traveling when I heard that album and the way that Tyler kind of goes back and talks about uh, what heaven has been to him or how he imagines it, you know, in the past, in the present, in the future. It was just beautiful. It still hits mm. me today. I replayed that album yesterday and I was like, damn, that uh, that is that is definitely one project from this year that I will go on to um, play quite often yeah that's i think that's your most praised throughout the year mm. um too bad it's not an album otherwise it would probably take in your number one album spot on the next list um and then you had overcast who's yeah i've never I don't, I don't know anything about that who i don't know much about them either man but as yeah. i've played it that much as actually you know where i heard it from um sin radio Sin Re- oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, sweet. Well, uh, Noah or Marzi must have played that. I queued it up on Sunday. I heard it and I was like, it's been on repeat ever since. What was the name of the track? Uh, T- TBH, or To Be Honest. Right, and that was number three? T- yeah, they came number right. three. I might put that in TBH by Overcast. Yeah, please do. Shoot that up. I'm lost. To be honest, I don't know how I'm feeling inside. I don't know if I get it or why. I don't know if I'm really that guy. I just owe my feelings a break. I just know my feelings could cry. I just know that I really could die if I put all my faith in the dead. Um, Kate Chimina, you know how I feel about that. KNA, again, I have played that so many times. That album has warmed up to me a hell heap. Um, Wait, KNA is the has- final track on the album. Oh, how's that shit go again, bro? I it's, can't. It goes I've been two so past. Long. It has like a break. It, uh, uh, it's like a beat swap. It's got like that. Uh, oh, just queue it up, man. Queue it up. Doesn't bro. it have that like. So um, good. Oh, yeah, nah. So good. All right. Anyway, yeah, ramble, ramble, ramble. I've been listening to Cage for Me. I was going to listen to it in advance, but you know what I, I noticed when I was looking for my big mm. playlist of tracks that I was like choosing my favorites out of? I couldn't find my Caterminas in there. Maybe I scrolled over it, but Maybe. I think it just didn't resonate with me at the time as much. So yeah. I thought I'm not going to force Look, it. Look, I tell you what, if if you were to come out here and say that you weren't a fan of that album or in general, there's something to listen to, I actually totally get it because for me, that album is complete vibes. It yeah. is, it's summertime, you know, we're, we're driving road tripping down to the beach. You know what mm. I mean? I'm on a rooftop somewhere. Like that is that album. And 
Man, I play that so regularly. Like, that's the kind of energy I'm trying to be on, you know? Mm. So, that's a pure energy song for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah sweet. Um, do you need reminders on mine? You got any questions? Um, I'm kind of... Surprised by my yeah. scaring the hose pick? Yeah, actually. I am I am surprised by that pick. I'm also surprised that... I know you mentioned Mike a couple of times. I didn't think it was top five tracks of the year type of thing, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, great thing. So, please don't cut my wings. To be honest... Normally, I need like a fully cohesive, incredible package for like a song to make top five. Yeah. But please don't cut my wings. Is just the the fucking sample they choose, man. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, angelic and sincere, and just exactly my lane of hip hop. Mm. Um, I really like hearing characters like Mike and Navy Blue and Earl, who are like more inclined to a. Uh, pessimism and being a bit neurotic and depressed and that come out with like stuff that's not neurotic and depressed and is like sincere and heartfelt yeah maybe like a bit melancholically happy it just resonates a lot so that's why that landed number four as for what was two two? number two was soft landing by billy woods that was hard to pick a track off maps yeah Yeah. it was really hard to pick which one it was between that and like facetime and um myc tap water Mm. but yeah, soft landing. It's just got the weirdest, one of the weirdest instrumentals I've heard all year. So I had to chuck that in there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Stuntman off the Tyler thing. I don't know why I went for the most vapid track off the whole EP, yeah. but I think that's just the one I'll chuck on most frequently. Whereas like the other two are a little bit, like when I say the other two, I mean Heaven to Me and Sorry Not Sorry are a bit like all encompassing. Mm-hmm. They take all my attention, so I don't really put them on most of the time. Um, and as for the Danny Brown Jeffrey Mafia pick Garbage Pail Kids that was really hard it's between Berthicht which is your number 5 yeah which honestly this could change on the my mood man yeah, but it's you. just I'm like, surprised Hermanos bro. you were talking about that song a lot Hermanos was great but when I think about what got the most plays it was probably Berthicht mm. and then so I can knock Hermanos out because Hermanos and Berthicht like hitting the same anthemic kind of thing for me yeah the reason i went garbage pal kids is because it's just so weird man it's like not weird in like a shit way but like you know just like braggadocious bars angry aggressive and then that cuts that like weird wailing kind of minor key electric guitar thing is like so hectic for hip-hop but anyway those are my top five tracks it's kind of crazy looking at it my favorite track of the year is garbage pale kids but that's crazy you know what it is it's interesting earlier today when we're talking about this you called kingdom hearts key and hillbillies to be my top five i did i mean you i didn't react because i was didn't like react you're like this guy doesn't know me at all i was like yeah no hillbillies nah was it even in consideration nah damn hillbillies is like a state for me was like if i couldn't think of anything it would be my safe go but i just feel like um, I really enjoy Hillbillies. Um, it doesn't it doesn't move me. I think. Yeah, that's um, why I couldn't put it on either. Great yeah. tune, great tune. But it's yeah, it's um, it's, just, it's just a great tune. Yeah. Do you want to move into our albums? Yeah, I'm gonna call it. We've got. I reckon we've got two albums that match. Not in, not in placing, but that are both on our list. What do you got? Yeah. Are we going? So we we'll do the same thing. We'll just list our five and chat about it. Yeah, I might. Do you want me to? Do you care if I record you? I don't mind, dude. All right, cool. So my top twenty-four to twenty-four, man. Man, had a couple of beers, man. <laughs> um, two thousand twenty-three top five albums of the year. In fifth place, I have "Larger Than Life" by Brent Fires. 
In fourth place, I have The Patience by Mick Jenkins. In third place, I have Scaring the Hose. In second place, I have Kichamine. And in first place, you're gonna be upset about this, it's the estate sale. Ah, oh, that doesn't count. It counts, man. Whatever. I mean, if you're going... Deluxe you, album you, release this year, man. You have to say, call me if you get lost, Deluxe album. That's what, no, oh, it's oh, called wait, The Estate Sale. Is that just the whole album called The Estate Sale? Call me if you get lost, The Estate Sale. I think it's called The Estate Sale, new album cover and everything. Call me if you get lost, either. Oh, Maybe, I don't know, whatever. It's your favorite album. We it's don't even know the name. But yeah, I can't. All right, fair enough. And what was that, that number two was... Uh, number two is Keichamine. That's crazy. Number three is Scaring the Hose. Number four is The Patience. And number five is Larger Than Life. So Larger Than Life by Brent Fires. I didn't Look, even I listen to it, but I is that even hip bit, That's the thing, man. Like it felt... I feel like that's like me putting SOS by Scissor or something. Nah, it's a bit more like... We're talking, it's got Missy, ASAP, a couple of ASAPs in okay, it. Okay, all right. P- production by Timberland. Like it is one of those ones where it's like on the cusp. Oh, you know, it. Where it's... It was honestly, it was either that or I told you so by Burner Boy, which is these like hip hop is now on this. It's it's kind of like if I put Little Yachty's album in fifth place. Yeah, you know, like nah, it's actually more hip hop than that to be honest with you. But it's like hip hop fusion, you know, hip hop R and B or hip hop Afro beats. Like now, um, I gotta ask. Yeah, I'll guess that Brent Fires because I mean, if it's made the top five, it's gotta be good. Yeah, but. I gotta ask, why are we putting Keichamino over scaring the hose? Oh, because we spoke with this today, man. It's all about playability. And, okay. I, and I play Keichamino's album every few days. Scaring the hose, I play once a month. Once, a, I mean, that's pretty generous if even once a month, right? But uh, yeah, I play like I pick a song off it. Once yeah, a month, yeah, I get know? that. Yeah, Keichamino's t- top to bottom. It's just like I said, it comes to one of those ones where I'm in more situations where I'm just like cruising along playing you know yeah. west side or master p or whatever it is you know and like i definitely think that when scan the hose first came out i was like wow but then it's like cool well, i'm just not listening to it moving forward as much as the other albums right um and it's funny because we did a an episode on Kamino and, and I we was both like, shit on it yeah man and yeah. there was one of those ones where it's like wow you know what it's the good vibes that i need this year so that's my top five all right, wait, 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 don't try and handball just yet. You got to justify your number one. I mean, I know, I know why you love the Tyler Project, but the listeners at home, what's going on? Look, man, I tell you what. Um, for me, it was Tyler's. This album was Tyler's coming out party in terms of like that discussion. Like, right. When we talk about the Kendricks, when we talk about, I mean, it's not, not as much these days, but when we talk about the Kanye's, when we talk about the big dogs in hip hop and the people that are like uh, influencing. Uh, the rest of the music industry. Yeah. Um, this was the album that I felt Tyler did that. I love Flower Boy. I think Igor is dope. But this album for me... It's more strictly hip-hop, it, eh? It felt... Yeah, also that. It felt strictly hip-hop, but also the confidence in it, man. When I heard Sorry Not Sorry, it was just moment of like, like, I'm here. You know what I mean? Mm. This is like... Uh, it's, it's definitely a moment. I... Damn, I remember when I played that album for the first time I was in Italy, man. And I remember just being like, yo, dude, Tyler's not playing. Tyler's not playing. And like, yeah. he And he, he also just feels well-rounded. Like, I yeah. think there's so many rappers that are like um, incredib- incredible when it comes to lyricism or their beats pop 
or you know they have incredible stage presence or they have cool music clips he does everything he produced a, a vast majority of estate sale mm. he did the music clips there's four music clips on the album um he directed a couple of them i think yeah um and not yeah. the bars are just there the content is there it really the is samples that. are just unreal like i just think it was like he, it worked for him because there aren't that many tracks on it on the estate sale that is so it's tight top to bottom and each song gives you a different kind of vibe you know mm. like um album of the year in my opinion it does feel it also says a lot about the albums for me personally mm. i didn't mention this earlier but i didn't feel like this was an incredible year for albums that like moved me yeah um so the fact that a deluxe album that got released last year that got re-released this year was what became my album of the year I think says a lot about also just the climate of albums. I think there were a lot of tracks out there. Yeah. People moved so fast. I, when I was like thinking of albums, I was trying to work out what album kind of stuck with me. And there weren't a lot, mm. you know, like there were, there were a lot of good albums out there, but it's like, I was, the fact that I was struggling to remember them come December made me think that, I don't know if the quality is there, if it's like, cool, this hit for two months and then on to the next. Yeah, no, I, like yeah, those. I I get that, man. It, it, that's why I had to like really actually run through my back catalog this year mm. when I was like looking through albums because I was like, what do I actually want to choose? Like, it was so hard to decide what I thought was like categorically the best and what I actually felt. Yeah, was you, the best. Th- this should be, and like in previous years, I've done my should top be an easy pick. Tracks. It should be number one song. That's Boom. it. I heard it number one so the fact that it was a bit more challenging made me feel like either there's so much good music that you can't decide or there isn't a lot of music that stands out and holds your attention for long enough i don't know look on that note i'll say this my top five albums Mm. two of them actually meant a lot and you know quote unquote moved me in in different ways it's not move doesn't mean emotional only but like all right i should do this let me look at the camera whoa Lenny's top five albums of 2023. Here's what we got. Number five, I've got The Orcs by Blockhead. Um, Blockhead's a producer, not a rapper. Uh, I've got The Patience by Mick Jenkins, number four. Number three, I've got Ways of Knowing by Navy Blue. Mm-hmm. Number two, I've got Maps by Billy Woods. And number one, say it with me, Scaring the Hose, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia, man. Come on. How's it going to be anything else? Um, so on on your point, man, yeah, I think obviously Maps and Scaring the Hose are the ones that are actually going to make it into like the lexicon of albums I always go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I want to talk about? Firstly, I just want to give props to... I, I, I'll just run by bullet points of why these are all great. Yeah, yeah. The Orcs by Blockhead, that's only come out in the last month. That's fantastic because it's just a bunch of my favorite rappers it feels like the squad's getting together with yeah. one of my favorite producers of their circle and they're just making fun hip-hop. Yes, yeah, You got Open Mike Eagle, Billy Woods, Quelle Chris, Aesop Rock. Um, who else we got? We got a Lucid, you know, Arm & Hammer fame. Yeah. Um, even RXK Nephew shows up. I don't know if you know RXK oh, Nephew. Really? He's yeah. hilarious. Um, Danny Brown's on the bloody thing. Yeah, uh, he's got one of these Bruiser Grey guys on it. What's these his are, name? These are your Bruiser favorite, Wolf. Your you know, it's just all my guys, man. It's the Lenny fair. squad. Before it's you the- said this, I was like, why have I not heard of Blockhead? And now I understand. Why. Yeah, he's the, he's the producer of all that scuzzy, filthy 
circle of hip hop, you know? So Love that. I had a great time with it, man. Every track, it's like, I never really listened to the whole thing all the way through because to me, they're all such big personalities popping up on that thing. Yeah. But he, it's like, he understands them all so well and made beats to fit them and also made a cohesive project. See. So no, I love that. And honestly, I might want to give a, a run there just based off that. It's really cool, man. Even the album cover is um a collection of it's called the Orcs. It's a collection of Orcs cables just like tangled to fuck, so you can't see anything through it. Which really fits. <laughs> That's cool. Um uh, and then the patience, Mick Jenkins. Um, I was actually just listening to that again today and I realized why he's calling it the patience, is it's about the patience of coming into your own creatively and mm -hmm. like giving yourself time and craft when the world's not giving the attention you deserve and that yeah, kind that, of thing. That final kind of uh, yeah. spoken word piece at the end. Yeah. Yes. And have you seen the album cover where he's like fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. the patience. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's like damn near, you know, in 20 years, Mick Jenkins is going to be, I hate to say that because he needs his moment now, but in 20 years, Mick Jenkins is going to be like that guy in hip hop where he's got sage words. I reckon he's going to be in like the... Uh, a black thought kind of lane or right. like the yeah, um got you. yeah you know what i mean like yeah, he's that, that guy and i think the patience really showed that and on top of that all the tracks are bangers oh, every man, single was, one there's not a single tight, miss man. yeah the production was unreal yeah. fantastic oh, this is fun i'm glad we're talking about these favorite albums now i've right, got sick. ways of knowing by navy blue uh i think he really leveled up mm -hmm. i think he became more than an earl sweatshirt alternative with this thing cool. it feels spiritual it feels like feel food for the soul feels like gospel um appreciation towards family and self-reflection and the whole album is just angelic and and beautiful man i think even some of the tracks made made it onto your radar as well like um yeah. to fall in love and phases and i don't know man he just does the whole thing it's like an album of self-affirmations that he speaks from the chest honestly um yeah navy blue love him um yeah fall in love and pillars pillars were, were, yeah, were the tracks that um yeah they're big they're big for me too me. even yeah. that i was almost gonna put phases just that one minute 32 track mm. where he's like you know feeling like it's just a phase da, 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 and like goes through um that was almost gonna make it but i didn't want to put any 90 second songs in yeah, my top five uh next up speeding through a bit but we got maps by billy woods uh look man i what would i say about maps by billy woods i think it speaks to billy woods's caliber and repertoire that he can make an album about traveling for tour shows mm. and it's like emotionally affecting and really poignant and that the whole thing's like based on the experience of like airports and new cities and coming back home and yeah, right. that kind of thing um what's to say i don't know i feel like whenever i talk about billy woods it's such a personal appreciation that i'm boring the fan base by talking about it um I'll say this, he's, he's returning with Kenny Siegel, who he, he had as a producer for Hiding Places, um, which is a 2018 project, and they just really go together fantastically. The album is experimental, the storytelling's experimental, but it's all cohesive and great. Um, I feel like I've been talking a while. Did Scare in the Hose made your number five, right? No, nah, Scare in the Hose was three. Three, sorry, that's right. Yeah. Um, I've been talking for a while. Let's just both talk about scaring the hose for a minute, if you don't mind. What, what do you? What's what's your what's your angle on scaring the hose, man? Why is it one of your favorite albums of the year? I think it's just like it was a, a shock to the system. It was exciting. It was loud. Yeah. There was a lot going on. The samples, the productions, unreal. Um, it was my first 
JPEG Mafia album that I actually dived into properly, start to start to bottom. You know, I didn't really give him much listens before that. And honestly, the same goes for Danny Brown. I think their kind of like union um, was like the, I guess the perfect fit to get people on either camp to kind of come together and, you know, even get a bunch of new listeners. So I just thought it was interesting. It was yeah. really cool. Like I was, they you know, from the beats being used, the bars, the the track titles, you know, it was just like, it was so interesting. Yeah. Um, Felt very garage and... Yeah, it was. It was definitely yeah. a moment, dude. It, 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 it gave off like Mad Max Fury Road vibes, you sure. know, where it's like, that you're in the movie. cinema, you're just like, bro, what the fuck, what's going on, man? Yeah, I you can know? get that for sure. Um, yeah, every track was like, the first listen of that's pretty um overpowering pretty intense right well mm. i would say they just um i, I want to say about scaring the hose two of my favorite mcs um and you expect the craziest most cracked out things from these two coming together and they still surpass those expectations like quick, quick question for you between the two jpeg my friend danny brown who do you think was either of them shining brighter than the other and the second part of the question did either of them impress you more than the other uh i'll tell you this man I, I think nah man i don't know i think um look if you're gonna like just look at it like quantitatively mm. jpeg mafia has done more work on the project you know what i mean like he made the beats yeah he i'm pretty sure when you look at the making of it's like danny brown was an instrument in jpeg mafia's repertoire kind yeah. of you know what i mean which isn't to downplay danny brown's contributions obviously the project's made around him but yeah. like I don't know if that's the right way to frame it, man. I just don't think the project would exist without did, both did, of them. Did any, either of them surprise you? Like yeah, when, they when both you, did. But when you compare Scaring the Hose with Danny Brown's previous, was it on par, was it better, or was it not as good? Like when you compare it to, you know. Yeah, no, I think... I think the same, the same question goes for JPEG, you know? So I think this is Danny Brown showing that he can have fun mm -hmm. without being pandering to the drug crowd and it's also showing danny brown can be crazy without being like showing like the atrocity exhibition like um yeah got you. you know downward spiral kind of crazy it's like danny brown rapping about biblical ways to have sex and shit like that and like you. you know all yeah, that kind yeah. of and like he's such a loud large personality that frankly is a big like as, as much as jpeg's bars are fantastic mm. and they really are danny brown is a enormous personality on that project in my opinion all right let, let me reframe that question then this album scaring the hose yeah where does it rank in each of their individual albums in each of their individual discographies is this any of their best album yeah i think Could i this think be jpeg's best album i think oh that is fantastic yes to me this is jpeg mafia's best album but is it danny brown's best album it's on par with Danny Brown's Atrocity Exhibition. Right, okay. That's where I put yeah, that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Look, man, all I'm going to say is they're both fantastic and they both killed it. Um, we've got to get through the rest of the awards. Let's get going, man. So let's uh, let's begin the ACA's All Cap Awards. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight awards here. Um, let's go category for category. Let's you want to call out the first one? Yeah, for sure. So first category we have is best feature. This is the best feature from this year. It's my first year as well. Um, I'll, I'll start because I've, yeah. You're going to be surprised by this. I've yeah. got a Kendrick Lamar feature. Of Beyonce? Of Beyonce, man. America has a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that, man. 
Yeah, right. I mean, it's cool. That was such a great surprise and it was a great moment because it was like, yo, like, I feel like Kendrick has been, without releasing too much music, he's been very active this year. Between his, whether it's touring, you know, music videos, whether it's the TV specials, features, he's, he's been active. He's been know? active so, without an album. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, when, I, when that came out, which surprisingly didn't get a lot of attention, I felt. For as much as like we're talking Beyonce and Kendrick here, you know they were both casual with it, man. Um, it felt like some casual, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, and it's a track that already existed. Huge. It's fine. I loved it. But what's yours, man? Uh, mine is Andre Three Thousand on Scientists and Engineers. Oh, I should have known. You were playing that shit in the cafe, being oh, all quiet, dude. listening to it the other day. I had to just like you know reconfirm that that is. It's oh man, that verse, excellent. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. You know, all right, all right, all right. look, I'm, I'm not too familiar. I heard you playing it the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's one of his first verses in a hot minute. I mean, anytime Andre drops a verse, man, um, it's I mean, probably yeah. going to win the award for me. It's it's Andre. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's just do a quick pause. It looks like your mic's going to be quiet. Yeah. Right, give me a loud one. Yo. Yeah, we're good. Andre. Um, cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, I want to ramble, but I don't want to kill time. No, we got, I mean, look, we're, we're cruising at the moment, my dude. I'll just say real quick on the Kendrick, man. I love how actually like kind of silly and dancey mm. that thing is, that whole track is. Yeah. Like that verse, that feature, I feel like Kendrick was dancing in the studio. There's no shit. There's no way he was just standing there like yeah. saying all that shit. It's just he, such I feel a, like he's been on that wave, man. Yeah. Ever since he made that new Instagram account. What? He's just having fun with it, JJ man. Ruski or something? Yeah. It just feels like he's just been a dude, which I love, man. It's, it's great. It's good to see him. Uh, can I do... I'll call the next topic. Let's get the next one. So, I've got here is best sample. Yeah. So, I got um the producer IDK. I don't know. Is it yeah. name? Uh, released an album. Dope album. But they have a song called Pinot Noir, which samples My Neck, My Back by Kia. And it's just fucking sick. Is this... From your top five tracks? Didn't you say there was like a sample from your top five tracks that was... Oh, no, no. And I, you like spoiler? I changed it. Oh, what you am changed I talking it? About? Yeah, sorry. I did... I was like, I changed it from Heaven to Me, which is a great right. sample. I mean, now that you bring it up... Yeah. You know, it's... it's he samples it from John Legend. Uh, got a sample ah, of Heaven. Right. You've told me this a million and, uh, times now, bro. And kind of made that big, which I love. Yeah. But then I was listening through my top 25 tracks today and yeah, the... I don't know album song came up and I was like dude this is just like sick the way that he flipped my neck my back which is a classic song is iconic yeah. to breathe it it comes you know some energy into it um, what was the name of the track again it's it? called Pinot Noir Pinot Noir yeah. by RDK yeah, right, yeah. I'm playing that Ooh, she gonna get freaky with the bread right and if the hair right I'll be there night and if the pussy good I'll be there day face down ass up role play anime all you ladies pop Please do sample it, man. These young yeah. kids that know about my neck, my back. I remember I'm, being like, I don't know, 10 years old playing it and thinking I'm, I'm way too young to bro, listen to this. I remember one time I went to my cousin's house. Yeah. Cousin, oh, fuck it, I can name drop you. Oh, can I name drop? But her name's too classic not to name drop. I was at my cousin Bianca's. Yeah. And... We're sitting there having a cup of tea, whatever. My auntie's talking, oh, fuck, saying the economy, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And my cousin Bianca was on the floor with the mascara and all wow. that shit. And she was sitting there with the headphones on from a Walkman. She was going, my neck, 
my bag, <laughs> my pussy, yeah. and my mum goes, Bianca, what are you saying? Uh, you know. Cla- anyway, I wanted absolutely I wanted to check this classic. Um, you um, should. You should uh, insert one of the tracks into this. We're doing both it. the samples let's here. Let's do it. So we played yours. Yeah, and then mine, look, I mean, I think this goes back to that conversation we we're having in private about whether or not we're old heads. Mm. I mean, you know what my best sample of the year is. I do. I think I do know. Yeah. It's not Khalees off Danny it's, Brown. It's the ice cream one, right? Yeah. It's it's fried ice cream. Yeah. Wiki and, and Zalupas produced by Tony Seltzer yeah. off the album 14K Figaro. That shit samples samples fucking candy shop, man. And it's the best cool. flip. Cool. I love it, bro. Absolutely love it. I know you went into that flip, but I'll turn you onto it one day, man. Um Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just protective, man. I know. To 50. I, I maybe get it. maybe too soon. But I actually had this conversation with uh Andrew today. Yeah. Uh, um Rose's house. And we we're just talking about how we've hit that age where samples are kind of like, you know, when we're growing up. Well, too young to realize that a lot of the music we listened to were being sampled. Of all those, and all those Kanye and songs I was bumping to. Yeah, I was like, man, this is Kanye. But people that were thirty years old would have been like, bro, you just took this from the Temptations, my dude. Yeah, or like so, even Gold Digger. You know? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think we finally hit that age where songs now. I mean, Nicki, uh, Nicki Minaj's new album samples mm. a ton. You get mm. people like Doja and and what's it called? Uh, Central C and Coil- all these people yeah. are doing songs now that we're just familiar with because we've been around for a hot minute. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. I can't hate on that sample. Um, I think I'm just like, like that song came out 20 years ago, 25 years ago, man. Not 25, 20 years ago. Candy Shop. Yeah, dude. yeah. But hey, man, for me, it always, as always depends on the sample, depends yeah. on what they're doing. You got to mix it up, you got to chop it up. The thing I love most about that sample, aside from like. This is weird. I felt like an instant appreciation from the producer to candy shop appreciators. You know what I mean? Like, this one's for the candy shop fucking yeah, generation. Okay. And then just the way he's dynamically chopping it up. The drums are changing. The sample's changing. He's fucking with it quite a bit. It was a yeah. bit of a flex. Um, Love that, dude. Also, shout outs to Fennel Tester. Um, okay. Next category. So, the next one, we've got best music video. Yeah, so Good. I didn't choose the one you were going to choose because I didn't want to do- double up. You didn't, you didn't pick Count Me Out? You did Count Me Out? Nah, I didn't. What did you do? I was going to say. I'll just say I didn't do... Wait, why don't you like Count Me Out or Rich Spirit, man? I... They're both sick. I love when you count me out. What's the video Dude, for Dude, it's amazing the therapy and there's that the... main actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the red. Dude. No, it's not that I don't like them. Right. It just it wouldn't be my favorite of the year. Right, okay. Um, Rich Spirit's great. I, I Look, I chose Jen's Terrific Vacation by Danny Brown. I'm not going to say oh. shit because... It'll take too much time to explain why I love it, but it's great. Go watch it. And I mean, I, I pick Little Sims. Gorilla. Yeah, Gorilla. And I will say, I sat there for a long time thinking about Gorilla versus Little Sims. Gorilla versus Little Sims. Sorry, Maybe. Gorilla versus um, Jen's Terrific Vacation. Yeah. So Danny Brown and Little Sims there. Yeah. Um, I ended up going with Danny Brown's one just because it blew my mind quite a bit, and I had to keep watching it. And like, there's a bit of a narrative, and it transformed yeah. the song. Got you. Whereas Gorilla's just a fantastic video you, but but do you, also, do you also think at least for me do you feel like the, the song plays a lot into that as well like if you yeah. if you just prefer a certain song like i think gorilla feels like it's, it's so epic I, here's the you thing know? i actually prefer gorilla as a song though right okay. it's just i feel i feel like the danny brown music video um like i said it transformed the track i don't think i would have really thought much of the original track if i didn't see the music video really 
I, I feel like that. Oh, yeah. right. Yes, the Danny Brown one. Yeah. yeah okay, Remember cool. when I, I think I showed you? You showed me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's just like a bit of a narrative happening there that I'm really... It is a great music video, for yeah, sure. Yeah, really into. Um, But yeah, it's really hard, man. I think Gorilla is like an absolutely iconic music video. We've mm. talked about it so much throughout the year. Um, You want to do the next one? Um, Yeah, best lyricist. What's yours for this, man? I'm really curious. Best lyricist of 2023. Yeah, first, man. Why, why, why? All right, well, look, I'll just... I've got Billy Woods, yeah? Yeah. And I was actually close. I mean, it's the year of Danny Brown and JPEG, obviously, but I was actually very close to choosing Danny Brown just because how funny he's been this year. Yeah. Um, but I chose Billy Woods because I've heard Billy Woods talk about everything from the taste of new york city tap water through to the crazy pigeon lady in the street when he when he's sitting when he was sitting down in lockdown and like watching the fucking sidewalk right yeah i've heard all that business i've heard like him equate romances to like astrology and supermoons through to like really basic fucking talking about diabetic test strips and it's Mm. just like he's such a storyteller man i'm always like really listening actively and like inching on every word and he's got such like a, a poetic and like i don't know informed way of doing his lyrics that um yeah i think any given year if billy woods drops it's gonna be hard to top him in terms of best lyricist true for me anyway but yeah yeah i love that man yeah Look, but honestly i struggle with this this <laughs> is uh, you're like listening to words words Jesus, where's my axe <laughs> 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 um, man, I don't know. I, I, I put Nas down. I put Nas. The man dropped two albums. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's one of the best storytellers, in my opinion. Um, and it's still refreshing. <laughs> the way like, you're talking still... about this topic right now, it feels like you're like doing a class presentation. Just, yeah, because you know... I just yeah. Look, I don't I don't feel feel passionate about it, man. I'll be honest with you. This this year, I have been somewhat removed a little bit from from lyricism, and I feel like I've been. Bro, give, us, the, give us a Tyler. Fuck it. Well, do you know who actually who I did contemplate? I actually wouldn't put this person in any of my tops usually, but I was very impressed with Jake Holders here. And really? the reason why um, is about his versatility. Sure. This guy jumped on... Bars. He did bars. He did Drake, uh, first-person shooter, which might go down as like today's sicko mode. Yeah. He jumped into that secret recipe with Lil Yachty. Yeah, he did that one he K-pop star as well. Did a K-pop thing. He jumped on with Summer Walker and did this beautiful heartfelt track. Like I just feel like he was um, versatile. He was very active, and he was able to, regardless of who he rapped with, match them bar for bar. Like he didn't. Yeah. You know, and like I do feel like Joe Cole's one of those interesting ones, man. Where you know. Five, six years ago, I thought he was one of the best. And he was one of that that same generation as Kendrick where the difference is he really decided to like immerse himself, like stay relevant mm. and immerse himself to, with people who are like on the come up now, which I find interesting. You know, some people respect it and some people kind of think he f- fell off. Um, but I guess I respect the, the talent to be able to do that. I think it does take a lot of skill to be able to like go on like a six month song with Lil Yachty man and like um, where where think about this man this guy was making music in the early 2000s you know what I mean mm. I, I think that's that's impressive but it I'm gonna is. give it to Nas I'm gonna give sure? it to Nas yeah, yeah, sure? yeah I mean you sound more passionate about J. Cole here man well I just feel like 
I don't know, man. Like I said, this this particular award throws throws me off a little bit because yeah. I'm. For, for people who don't already know, I am a, a guy off the vibes, man. <laughs> I'm off like the the hook. I am. Uh, give it to the, Nas, man. I think know. deep down it might be Tyler for all his shit on. Sorry, but you, not sorry. You, so my thing is, man. Like, like it would be Tyler, but I also just feel like, um, best lyricist. I feel like Tyler. And, Tyler released like six songs, man. And he That's featured true. he featured off two tracks this year. Like he didn't he wasn't also very active. You know what my quota you know? for best lyricist tends to be is like how much of their lyrics can I actually remember? Okay, fair. That's that's where I kind of go, and that's why Danny Brown almost took it because yeah. actually that, that yeah. But wait, so who, wait, who'd you give it to? Billy Woods, man. Billy Woods, fair, cool. Billy Woods, the awesome. very literary storyteller rapper. Um, Let's do next award, my dude. What we got? You're gonna hate my pick for what I think's coming next, man. Most improved? Yeah, you're gonna fucking hate mine so much. No, I won't. No, I won't. You sure about that? Yeah. Oh, bro. You Most ready? For, are you ready for me to say what I'm gonna say? Most improved. Yeah, go. I'm telling you. Who? Hold on to your hold on to your fucking counter. Hit me, tell me, what is it? What starts with A and ends with N and it's two words. I don't know, really. Action Bronson. He's your most improved. He's my most improved. Wow, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> hey, wait, I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. Yeah, Come man. on, don't downplay this shit, bro. It's, There's it, no one you hate more on the earth. It's you, bro. Oh, you're like, I'm not surprised. I'm just I'm not even disappointed. It's expected from your kind. Action Boss, that's interesting. Did he did he drop like a project that made you just like Yeah, he, he dropped a project called Turbo. Yeah. Um, and I I just felt like he felt like he wasn't doing a shtick. It felt like a action like this is personality, this is how this mm. rapper he's in his lane. It felt good. Like it's not my favorite project of the year. It probably wouldn't even make top ten. But in, if I'm talking about most improved, what I thought of him before this year compared to this year, I like that project quite a bit. That's, wow. Yeah. He was doing like, he had Conway the Machine in that on and like the production was really sick and he kind of lent into that whole um, filthy like, there's like tigers roaring in the background of beats and he's awesome. like, instead intentionally saying shit like Filadio instead of Fellatio and like, but to a ridiculous extent. And <laughs> nah, Chris actually enjoyed yeah. that. That's heard one of her gym albums. Turbo? Yeah, one of You're it, not yeah. joking, man. I yeah. love that. But yeah, you know, so let me ask you a question. So yeah. what's about most improved? Okay. Yeah. So Action Bronson, before this album, yeah. where would he rank in your rappers? Like give me like, was he in the top hundred? No. Top where, 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 where was he? He was not on the radar. He was like change the channel. No, but, what, but he was somewhere. Top two hundred? Was he in my top two hundred, bro? Honestly. Rappers. If he was if he was in the top two hundred, like that's a big You'd ask me to fire a lot of synapses right now. Oh, cool. I would put him at like 196 as well. Right, so, so he was in your top 200, right? Yeah. After the album, where is he ranked? He wasn't actually in my top 200. I thought you said if he was in your top 200. All right, cool. Where was he ranked? Give me, give me, a, give me a ranking. He was not in the fucking discussion before, right, bro. But now, yeah. where is he? Uh, I'd put him in the 100 to 200 bracket, probably in the 150 to 200 area. Oh, wow. So he's, yeah. he's jumped up at least 50 he's on the radar now i give a fuck again wow, you know what that's i mean really Before, cool he that's only great, had like man. that one um dumbass track you know that was good for like the first 10 listens you know like ma you know i'm still your little baby all my life was a fuck nah, up. i know that was, like, why, the, i know baby blue why are you always like this <laughs> when both, i'm with you no you know what? <laughs> we both anyway well that's so interesting so he, he jumped 50 spots he fuck, jumped that's huge he man. jumped from tv chef with the rap persona mm. to rapper with a bullshit past <laughs> I mean, I, I hope you never listen to this, man, because like I'm, I'm obviously hating on him way too hard. No, but you, really just gave, like... you just gave him, you just gave him an award, man. I know, I love the it. Most inaugural, 
All caps awards you gave is action Bronson. Love that. Yeah. I gave mine to Lil Yachty. Yeah, I mean, that's a way better pick, but go, go for it, man. What was it? Nice set. Sorry? What was it that made you give it to Yachty? Um, well, The Secret Recipe, that song is one of my favorite songs of the year. I would never have thought... The Secret Recipe? Is that the J. Cole one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he just, he's just rapping for like, feels like two minutes, man. Yeah. You know, he, he drops his first, like the... His album was impressive. Um, and I thought that might have been his kind of like departure from hip hop and then he's like nah I'm gonna come back and he dropped the track with uh, with Jid um, he's just like I, I rate him if I see him if I see him in the you know in the, in the release radar I'm gonna give him a spin yeah um, before this year I was not listening or playing Lil Yachty that, um, it is a marked market improvement like yeah. he's no longer that meme nah rapper. not at all man and even yeah. just like I think he, he also I'm not sure if he did a podcast and now he's doing like interviews and just to see him articulate things and have certain conversations it's like dude you just like this whole rebrand thing that you're doing like he went from like college music or for music for kids type thing to yeah. like um, I'm a serious musician, so big time. Um, I'm impressed. Uh, MVP, MVP producer. Look, man, I'm just gonna get no, mine bro. out of the way. Wait, we. What are you up to? We're doing uh, up next award. Oh, I thought we'd wrap up on that one. Up next? Yeah, you say we're doing two. Yeah, awards. you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right, well, who's next? Like uh, who, who? Yeah. So the, I guess the a quick definition of the of this award was just like who do we see glimpses of. Or yeah. flashes of, of greatness or something that intrigued us and who can we see, you know, who's next to, to catch our eye in the in the next year or so. Who's next up, man? Who's gonna be the next uh big deal? Twenty twenty four is their year. Um I give it to Miss Canina, man. Miss Canina. Yeah, cool. Um yeah, she got those two singles out. And look, I'm not gonna like bullshit you. It's not like either of those two tracks are my favorite of the year, mm. but I've seen it perform live a couple of times and uh it, she's got really commanding actually pretty unreal energy i think you need to see her live at some point for sure yeah dude well it's called jerome uh laneway she's on laneway I'm, yeah I'm i saw that because storms is there as well she's skyrocketing actually man like everyone's she's been platform big right now she deserves it too i think she's got the personality she's got the presence i think she's got the mo as well like every time i see her on social she's like really for the culture and and the people and justice and everything and and, and the fucking music. Mm. Um, I don't it looks like she's like I mean obviously she's been doing this for probably for a while. Yeah. But to me it's like she just fucking came out of nowhere. This like talent and I, I was thinking as well like, bro, if I was listening to a track and they chucked on like a Miss Canina feature in the same sa same sense that like any other artist I like features. Yeah. That shit would go fucking crazy if she was like collaborating with other artists and like. Yeah. bringing the energy in that so I'm really keen to see what happens with her next who, who you got um will I get banned if I say two people nah um, you have to pick one bro I'm sorry I know you've had a few beers and alright well cause I, I changed mine last minute um I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to any okay any, yeah, right. any, any dropped a we go again little EP and it's just it's dope you know Smino jumped on one of the on the one of the remixes um charge it but you know champagne problems is sick yeah um i just think like i mean she, she's already been around but i feel like she's only getting bigger um i find it interesting she, both of our picks of women for who's next i was like looking through the, the list man i feel like sorry i hope i didn't derail no, no, no. but i feel like um 
there wasn't a lot of great uh, hip hop from women this year, man. Like, there's like a few singles. Well, you well know? It's, it's, this is the thing, man. I don't think it's a matter of if it was great or not. I think it's our style of hip hop. Like, I yeah. think right now, I Spice, Sexy Red, like platform. Yeah, dude, Doja. Like these people are like running it. Yeah, and I dare say, uh, between I Spice, Sexy Red, and Doja, like they might be at the at the top in yeah. terms of popularity and plays. It's not my style of hip hop. You know, like they're, yeah, they're, for the most part, same, yeah. there are women in hip hop at the moment. They're just not, um, you know. I'm I'm a little Sims Rhapsody type person, and so, um, yeah, it's not necessarily for me. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it, man. It just seems like the underground's a little bit sleepy. There was no name, which notably didn't make either of our lists. But yeah. All right, next up, we've got MVP producer. That's producer of the year. I think. Yeah. This is a really difficult one. I think it's between two people, really. Oh, it's not between Hit Boy and Alchemist. Three. That's what you're saying. Oh, I was gonna say Alchemist and Metro Boomin, but oh, okay, Metro Boomin. Um, oh, okay, all right, all right. Well, look, there were a lot of choices. Yeah, a lot of choices. I think there was. It, it was actually a massive producer here between, for me, Kenny Siegel, Blockhead, even Tony Seltzer off that Wiki project. And then in terms of like actual, like just constantly putting out stuff, that was Hit Boy, that was Alchemist, that was Metro Boomin. But That's so I interesting. Yeah, went for JPEG Mafia, man. I think, I know, I know you're like fucking eye roll, but like, mm. yeah, uh, just off Scaring the Hose. And I think he also did a few tracks of Armin Hammer's new joint. I think it's just his personality and everything. Well, there's other rap, well, all the other producers were really putting out consistent quality work Fair, yeah jpeg just made such a footprint with me i mean like just even like when i go back to my favorite track of the uh, garbage pail kids mm. sampling old japanese commercials and mm. then like that fucking sample of that uh streamer going oh my god when this game got revealed anyway yada 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 or like Kalise, all those yeah. horns on perfect there's the versatility the loudness the brazenness the way like the actually is like making statements with each choice and then still making it a very listenable yeah, yeah, yeah. beat um yeah i think it's been one of his best years in production so far man so jpeg S- for me sick yeah cool easy i mean i went with alchemist yeah the man dropped like six six projects bunch of collaborative albums you know i mean i didn't even really dive into all of the tracks he's you know been credited for i was just going off projects but just a solid 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 uh work ethic man like he's just putting out that much work he's been in and around for like 25 years man he was you know, and he's still like top um you know he's rapping now a little bit yeah i mean he was up he's rapped before but i feel like now um there was a bit of a break in the rapping and he's back on it yeah yeah so i mean i just 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 off work ethic man just about um production i love that you know i was thinking i was almost going to choose alchemist because this is originally when i was thinking of mvp producer it was like alchemist or hit boys like who i was choosing yeah and i thought what really almost pushed alchemist over the line for me was like man imagine how imagine the scene without the alchemist be a bit sad yeah dude i mean like that's a a big hole be an alchemist sized hole like it's like so I, i don't disagree with jpeg I feel like JPEG really helped with his own legacy or his own oh, music. Whereas yeah. the Alchemist, like you look at Larry June or whether it's Mike or whether it's Earl, you know, Earl like there's other artists where he is like 
the backbone for a lot of these artists, man. I just think like that's um what was that really weird one I called out today that he was he appeared on like some really mainstream project, bro. Yeah, I wish scary I'm... hours. Yeah, he Drake's was on Drake's latest thing yeah. too, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. I think like there were I reckon there were a bunch of projects that we just also don't hear about as well. Yeah. You know, because the main artist is too loud or takes more of the you know, takes more of the shine. Yeah. Um so yeah, for me, Alchemist. Were you the, uh, at all close to giving Hip Boy some props? Um, for, for me, it was re- it was between Alchemist and Hip Boy. Um, Metro Boomin killed it. I think like he also did the Spider Man soundtrack, which right. I thought was was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't go um, Metro Boomin because it's not necessarily my style of music. Yeah. So it was between Alchemist and Hip Boy, and I just honestly I looked at volume, uh, volume, but also the quality of projects the projects that i enjoyed more yeah um and it just came down to alchemist being but it, was, it, it could have been hit boy honestly it really <laughs> could have been you know boy. what i think i love hit boy's story i love how his dad's out of jail and he's working close with him that and all too. that and he's yeah, doing you know has he been his year yeah but i mean i get it i'm on the same page as you enough said with that but I, last thing like about like the the magic two and three i don't say you don't need to say it bro you don't need to say it. i i'm exactly yeah. there and the quality yeah i'm just tired yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Whereas Alk is not. I mean, anyway, Let's look. Go. Who is the biggest? Who's had the best year? Twenty twenty three. Well, I feel like hip hop's finest. So we do. Is this, that how we're doing? This it? is the the MVP. This MVP is the, of the year twenty twenty three. Alright, cool. So, um, two thousand twenty three artist of the year. I'm giving it to Tyler Crater. <laughs> I it's it's I mean, kind yeah, of. Matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, to be honest with you, man, that moment in March when the state sale came out, it, I think it moved hip-hop. It moved me. There hasn't been a moment like that in this year where I felt like an artist made such a statement. You know, he hasn't been incredibly active musically outside of that. There's been a few features here and there. I know he produced the new ASAP Rocky, Same Problems, but he put on... Um, What's the odd future of Camp Flognor Festival? Got Hillbillies in Kendrick. Okay, all right. Like, he, I mean, he featured in the Hillbillies music video clip. But just in general, I just feel like he put out such a concise, um, solid project. And it really just, like, he made a statement. It's always a big year for Tyler the Creator, Dude, man. Dude, it's... Every year. Yeah, and I just feel like he's just getting better and better. He went on that that, that world tour where with Converse All Stars, and he was mm. like, I just feel like he's elevated to this moment of he's not just a rapper, he's not just a producer, he's not just an artist. He's now becoming an icon in hip hop. Um, so he wins my Artist of the Year award. How long until he changes his name to Tyler the Tyler the uh, the Don instead, he, he, instead of Tyler the Creator? But, I mean, you don't you want to hear about like there's a conspiracy that this was his last album as Tyler the Creator, right? And he's going to is it Tyler Okinawa Okinawa uh, something like that anyway but he he there's been talks about his last in um sorry not sorry where he's kind of like murdering out all his old personas yeah um and what was it? and like an estate sale is also when like there's a moment when people, when people people die they sell off all their stuff like there's just been some rumors that this might be the last time as that persona and we'll see the next album under his new kind of alter ego. Does that mean that Tyler Creator's last words are fuck him? Oh, true. From like in that, in that song? Yeah, where he's like going on about, say I didn't, didn't you know, minimum Probably. wage. 
I got two go. words. Fuck him. Okay, your your right. turn, Dean. I'm I'm curious. Um, all right. So my MVP 2023. Um, I'm gonna give it to Jack Danny Brown. It's Danny Brown, man. I know you don't like to hear it, Chad, but nah, it's got to be Danny Brown. I think um, I just love the consistency of output. And again, he was on my favorite project, scaring the hose. Um, he dropped Quaranta. He's been featuring everywhere. I feel like it's been the year where he's really come into his own and kind of, in my opinion, as a long-term fan, I think it's the year Danny Brown's like outgrown his shadow, if that makes sense. Of like that crazy kind of, you know, personality, that drug fucking festival kind of Danny Brown. And now it's like, if you're still listening to Danny Brown, you're listening because you're into hip hop and he's too big of a voice in hip hop to ignore. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think just everything, man. He's been the most consistent hip hop presence for me throughout the whole year between the podcast and the million different features he's shown up on. Do you remember when I showed you early in the, early in the year that... um. That Billy Woods project where he had that really long ass fucking oh, yes, remember in the yes, car. Yes, yeah. Is that um I feel like every other week we've been talking about him because every other week there's been something quality with his name on it. Like, yeah. So I give it to Danny Brown just because of the consistent high quality presence throughout the year, man. I can't think of anyone else who's been um that involved. And we're talking earlier about like, you know, people that would you'd miss if they weren't in the scene and i feel like danny brown has literally been keeping me excited about hip-hop in a year where it's been like more of an effort to stay excited about it yeah yeah dude yeah honestly uh, that's fair that's fair i kind of assumed that would be the the move yeah after you oh really well well especially after you gave producer to jpeg JPEG? yeah it's gonna be one of those two i feel like they have been you know your your guys for the whole year i hate to so. be so predictable man but yeah it's got it's got to be i can't think of anybody else I really um, can't the man dropped two albums dude you know i gotta give it to him yeah um i think that's a wrap dude that is I a think wrap like we've gone to the end uh i mean this is the last episode of the year so how long we go 76 minutes i got an hour on four minutes what's that 74 <sighs> minutes no bro that's an hour on four minutes 64 minutes you're right hey have a great week everyone guys thank you for listening man it's been it's it's been a ride it has been one year done that's crazy two seasons two seasons now what's next we need we're gonna take a few weeks off i think yeah just because it's that time of year holidaying there's not gonna be any good music i mean yeah they just say kanye new year's eve but that's gonna be that's not gonna wait you said there's not gonna be any good music and then how's that kanye thing relate to that he's not gonna change that anyway new year's eve apparently oh okay (laughs) Dude, nah. you, you heard that Freddie Gibbs leak, man. That's gonna nah, be I haven't silly. No, I haven't listened to it. I, I don't. You I don't. Leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the two seconds you showed me all of it. There you go. I don't listen to singles for projects I actually yeah, care it's about. It's not a single, man. Oh, see, so you, you care about Kanye West? No, That came out. Oh, man, I feel like that was like. That makes me so happy. That's a wrap, my guys. That's a wrap. All right, we'll be back in a few weeks. Um, in the meantime, hey, share us around. We want to do bigger numbers. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, catch you guys. Thank you. And have a prosperous 2024. Moi.